Hello, 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 and welcome back to Death Drop Pod with It's Chopsticks. And it's me, Miss Apocalypse. Again, no nails, everyone. We're, we're doing it up again in April. No nails. <laughs> we'll get it. I'm not worried. We'll get it. Um, Welcome back. I'm so excited for this week's episode because I feel like it's, first of all, really crazy. We're spoiling it yet again, first things first. But um, we've been right three weeks in a row as to who goes home. Like, pat on the jack, pat on the back for us, um, because that's pretty damn amazing. Um, and I'm pretty excited to talk about it because I think that it's getting down to our final four. And I'm just stoked. So let's just hop right in. As per usual, we're going to spoil it up, spoil it now first. Um, our little baby Olivia went home. Miss Olivia went home. <laughs> I cannot handle it. But Bye. we called it. I mean, we knew, right, that For- Olivia was probably next up. Mm-hmm. But. All that aside, can we talk about Miss Candy Muse's runway and what the hell was going on with that? Like, I'm sorry. That to me was almost an automatic elimination because it looked worse, if not competing with, I thought, Lala Ree's little plastic paper dress she did at the end Mm -hmm. of the season that got red to filth. Like, I think this one is worse than that. <laughs> so bad. I did not understand what was going on. And when you're this late in the challenge and in the season, I mean, what are you thinking? Like, I mean, I know they were all talking about how, like, they didn't have any more clothes to wear and they were getting worried, you know, even for, like, the challenge. But come on. You guys all know, every queen knows what you're supposed to be wearing going into the season. And the, yeah. this is what you come up with, like... Oh my God, really? Well, it had nothing to do with the theme either. Like that's what blew my mind was Mm -hmm. pockets or hot pockets. And I had to squint my eyes to see any pocket resemblance in her look and was like, come on, Candy, we're the final four. Like I know. And I just had to get that out of there because I was so upset with it. (laughs) So true. And the sad thing is, like, I'm all for, like, kawaii, like, cute and, like, you know, pastel, Asian-inspired. Yeah, totally. But whatever Candy was thinking wasn't working. And I don't know how she thought it was okay. Um, I will say, we'll start backwards. Like, the lip sync challenge, I... I thought that actually, I don't know. I'm a little biased. I will say I am a huge Cher fan. Cher was the first concert, live concert I've ever been to in my life. So like, to me, she like set the bar and like, as to like, what like power, feminine, like just, I don't know, just amazing like show. So like with that, that little like, you know, caution um, or precaution, I should say. I think that the song was so fitting, but then at the same time, I actually thought the whole lip sync was so fun. I love that they played on each other, like played upon each other, off each other. Um, it was just amazing. Like I actually had a lot of fun watching them. I wish there was like more moves that were kind of given, just given the fact that like, come on, you guys, like you're trying to fight to be on the final four and these are all the moves you give me. Um, but other than that, like I really thought that it was just funny and it was like, it was just good. They both were really great. 
I agree. Yeah, I actually really enjoyed the lip sync. My like the little uh, conspiracy brain inside me was totally reading that entire lip sync moment and could not stop but think like they're showing a lot of candy and not a lot of Olivia. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Olivia was turning out a lot based off their she sisters' reactions on the back of the mm-hmm. stage. They were getting into it. And I'm like, there's a lot of candy in this edit. <laughs> mm-hmm. A lot, like a little, almost like too much. But like, uh-huh. we all kind of expected, right? Like the way that they asked everyone, like, who do you think should go home? And it was like, obviously all the queens are going to say, you know, Olivia. Yeah. And for all the same reasons, like I kind of almost felt like what a way for them, the producers to film it from an angle of like, you're it's not that you're not good enough you just (laughs) at the beginning of your career and your branding so that's why you're going home you're gonna be amazing and we'll just tease it that i'm sure she's gonna come back for all stars once her brand and once she's like been and just kind of been around the block a few times and like done a few more shows and just been more get more confident into who she is but like oh my god i was like what it almost like an escape goat Yes, that's exactly what I felt. I felt very much like it was influenced by the producers. Again, nothing mm-hmm. shocking, not stirring anything. This is exactly what we had talked about since episode one oh, yeah. of this season, that this was probably going to happen because they need to get as much drama drain, drained out of this thing as they can, right? Mm. And oh, yeah. no that's one's going to want to see Olivia leave. And how else do you do it besides, well, you're just, you're new. Mm-hmm. You're still on your journey. You did good, but you're just not. It's pretty much a nice way of saying you're not to these queens level, which I disagree. Like the more I kind of saw this and great candy's my girl, but I kind of felt like a little bit like really candy. You're the one who's going to tell Olivia that Olivia is mm-hmm. new at this and just a little unpolished when, you know, all the tea here and all the shade uh, miss candy kind of, didn't really produce any blockbuster looks this this season. I kind of felt like a little like no. unfair for like all of them to go after Olivia. So then I had to stop and be like, oh, how much of this is production <laughs> and editing Absolutely. pushing it. Absolutely. I know. I totally agree. And like it just sucks because like when you look back and you see the growth of like Olivia and where she was when she first came in and what and how she left there was a little bit of growth but I was hoping that the judges would give her more like all they kept saying was like okay you're really campy or like you know we see that like jolly laughing like happy go-getter Olivia but we want to see more okay well what more would you like to see like maybe that is her brand right like there was no direction right it was we just don't like what you're giving us but Mm -hmm. what you're giving us is good Yeah, but just not good enough. Right. It's like, so keep doing what you're doing because you are really good. But just know that you're not going to go further in this competition with that. But we're not looking for anything else yet. I know. and <laughs> like, that's like, Okay, Olivia. It just sucks. Like, And I feel like, I don't know, maybe it's just a season. Or maybe it's like the queens that they have on this season. But like, I felt that with all of the contestants and the queens that have left. Like, I feel like this season, there really hasn't been much direction and there hasn't been much like, this is where you can improve. And there hasn't also been much consistency, right? Because you want to talk about how Olivia is always picking the same roles or she's always having to act with like the funny and the campy and the cute, you know, 
character that she was for um, the Henny, I Shrunk the Kids or Shrunk the Queens, I think it was. Um, either way, but like, look at Candy. She was the exact same character that she is in real life and like in, you know, in her drag. So was Gottmik. Yeah. And it was funny because the only person that they were like, oh, well, Simone, we actually felt like there was a person behind that character. What? Yeah, their critiques were very, I felt, overly edited or like some stuff was missed out because I feel like they at one point, like to the Queen's face, you know, was Olivia, you're just giving us the same note over and over again. Mm -hmm. And I think they said the same thing with Candy. But then Mm -hmm. when they're deliberating, they were a lot more fair. You know, they called it out. Simone's kind of giving us the same look over and over again. Mm-hmm. Candy's kind of giving us the same note over and over again. So is Olivia. Yep. And then also saying, God, they kind of, like they actually were, I felt honest in the deliberation, yeah. but then in the presentation of it, it was like very televised. I felt like where it was, it was yeah, we have a clear, just clear and cut winner. And it was like, really to me personally, I thought Rose was, 1000 percent the winner of yeah, the too. entire chat all, all of the episode <laughs> mm-hmm. i thought she was one of the most entertaining actresses i thought she was it was a whole nother version of rose yet again mm-hmm. someone who's so polished but yep. even seeing her with like the butch haircut with the yes. cat suit like it looked like a different queen playing rose yes. and i loved it yeah and her runway Oh my goodness, the A-line oh. short dress and then the reveal and Stunning. just everything about it. Like I will say Rose flew under the radar, totally wasn't expecting her as in my top four. And now I'm like, hmm, I don't know. Like I think to this, I think this coming week, we're calling it here now because we've been right three weeks in a row. I think Candy's gonna go home this week. I think the exact same thing i was actually um thinking of that when i I was watching the uh episode i was like we've been right a lot but Mm -hmm. i wonder who's next and then as i watched i said yeah i think unless i didn't watch the preview so i actually missed out on that one there really wasn't much to it right and i and usually there's not like i feel like when we get to the final four one person goes the final three is a finale then we get done Mm-hmm. So it's like not much for breakthrough challenges. It's yeah. kind of like who's just going to make it to the yeah. end, right? And I was watching and I kind of just thought like, yeah, I don't see Candy being the same. Yeah. This Like she's kind of just hit that same note and it's gotten her this far. But Simone, Rose, Rose and Gottmik are so clear cut in who they are oh, yeah. and how they present that I don't think candy's gonna do it unless some way the producers or she just strategizes the hell out of these next two episodes Mm -hmm. which i highly doubt but like i agree (laughs) with you and like that's what's so crazy about it is that like when i look at like this week's season or this week's episode i was like you know god makes like makeup and look is the same her voice and her like i can see why people are like oh god make your voice like it's kind of annoying like it was getting that way i don't know if she was like turning it up for the movie or like their challenge but i was like okay let's tone this down a little bit i want to see a different side of you like yeah simone shocked me when she walked out for the runway shocked me i was so blown away i thought she looked stunning and it was just such yes. a different twist to what she normally would do but yet very Simone and very much like 
that's her brand. And yes. I loved it. I loved it. I thought she really, like, her and Rosé, I mean, I still think Rosé beat her when it comes to the runway look. And I just, I mean, I totally agree with you, Miss Apocalypse. I think she was an all-around winner, well-deserving this week. Um, but, I mean, Simone, like, her walkout runway, sorry, was just amazing. Yes, I agree. Like, I just thought, and so I have a couple thoughts on, the, like, I first kind of hearing you talk, I was like, oh my gosh, that brings up so much. Like, I remember, like, what was it, three, four weeks ago? Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was on the podcast or just me and you talking, but I remember saying, I don't know what it is. I'm kind of getting so got Mick. And, like, I felt so mm-hmm. guilty about it for the next, like, three weeks afterwards being like, did I just turn on got Mick? Oh my gosh. And then, like, it kind of hit me again watching this week's episode. Yeah. Like, got Mick is so good at who Gottmik is that a mm-hmm. I don't want anything different but then I don't know if this one note of who Gottmik is is that all around drag queen right right Rosé and Simone I can see them being yeah both of those which is funny because I forgot about Rosé honestly until like we started talking again mm-hmm. but like I remember prior to the episode or this season airing me and you talking when we were getting ready for the podcast and being mm-hmm. like this rosé i think rosé is gonna be on the top ones but then as soon as that first episode how much that threw my opinion out oh, yeah. i was like yep rosé is not gonna make it she's done yeah and like wrote her up completely and it's like here we are she's top four and it's it's crazy to think full circle like same with simone i had wrote her off until about halfway through the season right mm-hmm. and this episode this week's runway i guess got me so shook that i started just i felt all of like my energy just come full circle because i right i was a teenager during like the whole scene pop punk phase of the 2000s and so seeing simone come out with this Haley williams paramore number so amazing it and just the textures the style the proportion of that Mm-hmm. pocket dress was so early 2000s it reminded me of all my girlfriends who had the bell bottoms with the high waist yeah like or the low waist sorry and like that whole number in that era of like the early 2000s that was kind of over the top like gaudy look like i had bell bottoms i wore bell bottoms low waisted <laughs> low rise bell bottoms that is how much i'm dating myself it's chopsticks Go walking down memory lane again, but, but how stunning did Simone look oh, super, in that? And super, so super. nostalgic about that. It was so high fashion. Super high fashion. I loved what she did with having the back as her little collar to, for the framing of her shoulders and her face. It made her stunning. just, I mean, it elongated her entire body, but yet it didn't make her look lanky. It was just the perfect flattery that she needed to just kind of not round out her shoulders, but just to give it that extra like um to them, like to kind of yeah, a different like, shape. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I can't really put my exact word on it, but like I loved it, and I yeah. also loved the zipper, the detail in the zipper in terms of how it came oh. across her body, and then the oversized zipper. And then yes. she was playing with it as she was walking on, like, down the yes. runway. Amazing. Like, only Simone can pull that off. And not only did she pull it off, she killed it. And it was a totally different look. Like, I I mean, just everything about what she did this week really showed, like, she is made for the top. 
And I have no doubt, like, I don't see her on the bottom at all next week. Um, and I also feel like we saw a glimpse of her vulnerability, right? Yes, we got her episode finally. <laughs> we did. And I think you and I talked about this last week, where we felt like the pressure of her being so close to Gigi really have gotten to her. And we just kind of, I don't know, I feel like we have maybe not touched upon it as much as maybe we're thinking we did, because unfortunately you know we talk about it all the time like i'm sorry guys like miss apocalypse talk and i talk about drag race probably a little too much that sometimes we get our lives blurred up as to like did we say that on the podcast or are we saying this in real life but either way um it's i think it we called it for what it what it is like that's exactly what simone ended up saying the pressure of being from the house of avalon is a lot and which could you imagine though like when i was watching that i felt for simone so much because i thought like Gigi was one of my favorite ones yeah. from season 12 uh, a lot of them were but definitely in Gigi, i thought was such like a hot like i remember being sad because of how much pressure 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 she put on herself mm-hmm. like the same way simone is that i was like oh no she's coming from the house of avalon we like we know she cares herself at that level yeah. But then I completely forgot how that had tore Gigi apart until Gigi like changed, right? During right. that finale and she tried and tried and tried. I yeah. forgot about that until yeah, hearing you say this right now where it was like, "Oh my gosh, Simone really did have to like kind of come full circle and bust through this and be mm-hmm. like, I need to separate Simone from the House of Avalon Simone and different from Gigi and this is who I am." And I'm just like felt inspired because i'm like this is that young room oh, yeah. energy like all over it again. is you're <laughs> so right and i don't know why seeing someone cry and like just that inner vulnerability to her made me see her and be more like you are baby rue like you are baby mama yes. rue and um i hope you know, as much as I love Gottmik, I kind of am rooting for simone like i, I think I she would just be i think she'd be an amazing ambassador and I think that yep. Gottmik has a lot that she can re- she represents as well. And like Gottmik said, there's no one like her on TV. True. Yeah. But there's also not a whole lot of people like Simone either. Yeah. And, and that's what I would, I, I would agree. I agree with you 100%. I think. In and I'm not Simone, trying to talk about just the race card of it, right? Like there's just no, so much absolutely. more than just that. Right. And I think when it comes to like the, the branding of drag race and especially post quarantine, right? Mm-hmm. Post pandemic, we're still in it, but post 2020, yeah. everything in the world of drag, I feel like got amped up even more critically, probably for the worse, but maybe for the better. Mm-hmm. And I think you almost need someone who is that ambassador to the brand, who is someone like Simone, who knows how to like draw the line in the sand, yeah. but also carry herself with fun, and fierce like look like i saw this one four post grid on instagram and it made me think it's like who are we looking for for the finale or who do we want to win the charisma uniqueness uh, nerve or talent they had one of each queen that fit that so much and i was like like i think charisma had simone uniqueness Mm -hmm. was gottmik nerve was candy and the talent was rose yeah and i was like that is so true but so true i I think if you have someone like Candy, who let's just say hypothetically, the point of what Rue wants is to kind of stop the negative 
stuff going on within the scene, right? And mm-hmm. the misconceptions and the drama to that, the negative drama. If that's what her Mama Rue's intent is, I don't think, I can't see Candy representing the brand in that capacity. No. I think she would get too much in between. In the weeds. Mm-hmm. Yep. I could see Rosé doing it, but I could see a lot of people trying to come for Rosé. Yeah. Be like with that jealousy envy of like, I want to be better than her. Yeah, I agree. Like, cause we kind of saw that with her and Denali a little bit yep. playfully that I could mm-hmm. see a lot of other Queens coming for her and her and Jan, right? Like keep in mind, yeah. she comes from a very big powerhouse of a group, like a trio. Yeah. And so let's not forget that. Like, that's a lot to carry. And like, they haven't really touched on that a lot with Rose, which is really interesting to me. Cause I feel right. like you would think that they would talk about it, but exactly and then when we get down to Gottmik, i don't uh, i guess i think Gottmik can handle it i personally for my own greedy reasons don't want to see Gottmik put out there for all sorts of ridicule i don't want any of these four queens by the way right but i don't want them to come after Gottmik and people who don't need to be watching drag in the first place mm-hmm. or need to be a part of it. I don't want them to come after Gottmik. And I know that's like a weird protective thing, but I just don't because I've seen some of my favorite Queens just go off the radar because of this bullying, because of the spotlight that's on mm-hmm. there that I don't want to not have Gottmik in our drag community. Anymore. <laughs> no, and totally. You know, the one thing I thought about when I think about Gottmik and Simone, and I mean, maybe we're getting ahead of ourselves because who knows, maybe they're not the final two um, or part of the final three. But the one thing that I will say about Gottmik is that I don't think she is as strong in terms of like her values and what she's willing to speak up about. I feel like she's still trying to just play nice with everyone you know she's yeah. not very controversial she's not very she's you know I just think back to all the looks that Simone has done and the awareness that she brings that the subjects the hard subjects she's not scared to talk about and yeah. I want that in our drag community I want to see that as our season 13 ambassador our queen you know yes. and so I just think that that's the one side, one side of Gottmik that maybe she has it in her and it just hasn't been shown. Um, but that is one thing that, you know, I like to see more because I think that that is part of it. Like if you think about BB and all that she had to do for season one, I mean, I'm sorry, the standard is very high, but she's made that and she set that standard from season one until now. Mm-hmm. I mean, exactly. There's, and that's the thing I think, a lot of the winners, not necessarily intentionally or whatever reason it is, I think a lot of winners of Drag Race have kind of like fell into the trap of like, oh, we won, we got our money, now we're good. And they forget about the actual carrying this brand with them. Mm-hmm. You know, some notable ones obviously are like uh, Bianca, like Trixie, like yeah. BB, like these big ones who are still just in Alaska, like ones who are such prominent names in drag community now have yeah. done have carried it with them. And I agree with you. I think when I look back at the runways, the acting, just the overall like TV value that Simone mm-hmm. gives us, there's so much room to do all sorts of events. Oh, like, absolutely. And, and she has, she has a face and a body for digital content as well. Like oh, she yeah. knows how to look so stunning mm-hmm. that like, I think back to like, or I think of like, I think it was Fendi or Gucci who had Aquaria walking mm-hmm. on the runway. I want to see Simone walking on these runways. I want her to represent 
this just absolute beauty that yeah. is like it's black feminine energy, but it's in such like a power walk, like Naomi Campbell style way. That's Absolutely. so I just want to watch it again and over and yeah. over again. <laughs> well, remember, I, we had said that like she definitely reminds me a lot of Naomi Smalls, right? Because of the yes. legs. She got legs for days, but she doesn't have the attitude of Naomi. And that's the one thing about Simone that I love. Like, I think that she's just proven a lot of grace time and time and time again. And it's just, I mean, even the way that she ended up not doing the part that she wanted to. Yeah. Like, I think that that was really, you know what? Simone didn't have to do that, but she did. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I agree. I think that's, that's what's I think so fun about seeing Simone too. And she just, she loves her sisters. Like when she's like, I don't want to send Yuriko home. Like that's my, that's my, that's my sister. That's my odd, like tw- forgot what she had said. Right. Her, my twin. Yeah. And it's like, it's just sad because we don't have many Queens who make it to the, all the way to the end mm-hmm. without that train of controversy. Right. Yeah. If Candy gets, gets crowned, we are automatically all the queens of that reunion are going to love to read her and fight oh, with her, absolutely. right? It's good TV, but that crown is going to easily be forgotten. I oh, hate yeah. to say it. People will forget Ken because Candy will remind everyone she has a crown, but people are going to forget that she was a winner. Yeah. And I'm and, sorry, but how many times, like, I feel like as a winner, you need to be able to show a little bit more grace and mm-hmm. Candy's not one of the best ones for that. So just saying, no. throwing it out there. And again, the runway, I think, is, I think if we look at runways, we're going to just have one of the most fun competitions in the next week or two weeks. Yeah. I think watching Rosé, Gottnick, and Simone run or roll that runway in these next finale is going to be nuts. Like, mm-hmm. I'm so excited for it. And I'm so excited that I don't know if they're going to do a reunion, if they're going to do a finale, how they're going to do all of it. Yeah. But I'm so excited for it because. And now that we're wrapping up, like those three are going to go down, I think, in drag race history as like some of the most fierce competitors we've had oh, in the final three. Yeah, absolutely. No, I totally <laughs> If agree. they make it to the final three. I don't even know if they do yet. Who knows? But I think they will. I, I, I honestly do think that it is going to come down to like Rosé, Simone, and Gomek. And we've been right so far for three weeks in a row. So let's make it a fourth. And all the way to the end, because I think that, yeah, I do definitely think that they are, um, I do, yeah, I think they're just going to be our final three. I agree. I think that's what we're going to see. We're going to see Candy go home next week. I don't even know what the challenge is, like you said, but. Um, I do know they're singing and dancing. I think it's like a music video to Rue's new song. What should make sense. Mm-hmm. I Oh, that makes me nervous, but. I stand with mine. Are you, are you sticking with the predictions? Candy's going home? Oh, absolutely. Without a shadow of doubt. I definitely So with that being said, I guess we'll tune in. Everyone should tune in and see if we're right for a fourth week in a row. Um, I think we will be. We've been right so far. It's been just in a crazy, crazy journey. And it seems like we spent so many weeks complaining, or not you and I, but our drag world complaining about how long this season is taking and how dragged out it is excuse me and how they don't like this and they don't like that and now we're down to the final four and it's like i don't want it to end i want it to continue and it's been blowing my mind that we're wrapping up and it's almost over i know because this is like our only i think this is like we only get one drag race season a year in the u.s 
Mm-hmm. So after this, it's 2022 that we get our next season of regular drag race. We might get all star this year, but that's it. Like, I guys, know. I know, ah! but, but I, and you know, I think the other part is season 13 is going to always be special in our hearts because that's where we started Death Rock Pod. So it's always going to be super special to us. Um, however, I am super excited for all the other drag race that are going to be coming out and having that opportunity to really dive in and watch those episodes and seasons um, and talk more about it and just kind of keep this love going and keep our podcast going because so far everyone's bared with us. It's been an amazing journey and it's been fun. And even if we don't have a lot of listeners, um, we're still enjoying ourselves. And I think that's what, I don't know what COVID taught us just, live a little, take a little risk and have a little fun or a hell lot of fun. Exactly. Loving it. Yes, I know. I'm just like, like radiating positivity. Maybe it's like the Ariana Grande kind of inspired look and how poppy and happy and lovey she is. I don't know. We'll see. But I think that next week it'll be really exciting. And I think hopefully maybe shortly after that, we'll start getting our guessing here into our workroom um and then we can just keep going and i know we keep talking about putting more content out and really dropping the ball on it so sorry guys but we're trying just bear with us like i said that's the theme of this season it's a working season (laughs) it is and i you know what i think we'll do this we will make a promise that at least at the end of the season we're gonna try to hit 500 so that we can definitely send out our giveaway baskets because I am getting a little sick of saying it every week. And more importantly, I really want to get some new stuff so that we can make a second giveaway when we hit like 1K. Um, And then two, we're going to promise that we're going to have nails for our last season, our last episode of this season 13 to kind of just close off our first season of Death Drop Pod. Yes, I think we should do, we'll we'll obviously game plan a little more. But yeah, yeah, when we do our... uh, the finale of this season i think i agree with you miss chopstick we need to have a little a little celebration and we gotta give some stuff away (laughs) yeah give some stuff away maybe you know have some people join us maybe we'll go live on instagram or youtube i don't know but either way just wait and keep following us so that you learn more in the weeks to come dot 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 dot. (laughs) but until next week everyone we absolutely love having you guys here and listening to us so thank you once again for bearing with us for another week of death drop pod with its chopsticks and see miss chocolates thank you dolls bye